lack, limiting beliefs. You've heard of them? You've heard of them. I know you have, but you probably don't think your wealthy clients have them. They do. (laughs) You don't know this. It's sort of a little secret that your clients are keeping from you, but your clients have limiting beliefs. And even though they hide them from you, it doesn't mean they're gone away. So let's talk about lack-based emotions. That's what we call them here at Presidential Lifestyle. You've probably heard of them referred to a little differently out in the world, like limiting beliefs and things like that. And you probably think that if you're already wealthy, you've already accumulated money, then you don't have lack-based emotions because there's this idea that society has put out that money is all you need and it's just not true. I want to tell you all about the four most common lack-based emotions that your clients are experiencing so that you can be aware of them and you can tell when your clients are going through them. It's not so that you can change them, right? You can get them to stop feeling. That's not what this is about. You just need to know when they are getting in the way. Welcome to Presidential Lifestyle Live. I am your host, Kene Quarter, the leading national certified counselor specializing in financial therapy for wealthy professionals. Now, whether you are listening to our podcast, watching this video, seeing my smiling face on YouTube, or you're reading the blog, I am thankful that you're a part of this community. So glad that you're connecting and that you're digging deeper to learn more about financial therapy. But if you want to become an official member, you'll need to join the community. So go ahead and click the link in this description and become part of our community. So you can get your questions answered. Like You can ask me anything about financial therapy, money emotions. And not only that, you can also network with other colleagues and find out if other people are going through what you're going through. You are not alone when you join this community. So be sure to join. I'll see you there. But in the meantime, let's talk about these four most common lack-based emotions. So as a financial professional, understanding all of the money emotions is super important, but I really want you to get familiar with lack-based emotions. And understanding those lack-based emotions, your clients will be so grateful. This is is crucial to the connection that you're going to have with your clients because most people don't know what you're going to know about your clients by understanding these lack-based emotions. Lack- is learned. What do I mean by that? So in the last video, in the fear-based emotions, I talked about the, the emotions or the fears that we are born with. Well, lack, it's not like that. Lack is learned. When you are born, you are confident. You are sure. You think everything revolves around you. And then you begin 
that idea gets chipped away at and chipped away at and chipped away at um, or stuff gets piled on top of it and you start to have other beliefs. And these other beliefs are lack based. And the four most common, and the reason why I want to focus on these four, because the other ones will kind of either stem from this or somehow be related to this. So if you've got these four down, then you'll be able to connect with your clients on whatever they are going through when it comes to lack-based emotions. Let's start with number one. Now, you may remember if you did watch the last video on the four, where I talked about all four of the different emotions. Now I'll just give them to you again. It is fear-based, lack-based, lust-based, and lonely-based emotions. If you didn't watch that video, I'll put a link to it in this description so you can go and watch it because it's important to see it overall and then to see each one broke down. See the fear, watch the fear-based video as well. And so breaking down these lack-based emotions, the first one is inadequate or not good enough. Let's go deeper. What does this mean? So your clients have money. They got that part down. And they thought that getting money was going to do it for them. Because between zero and seven years old, their parent, their caretaker might have been neglecting them. Now, I'm not saying they purposely neglected them. Maybe they thought in their mind that they were going to go out and build a business or go out and have a job that was going to allow them to build wealth for their child or children, their family. And because of that, they spent a lot of time out of the home. Well, this makes a child feel not good enough. Why does my parent not want to be around me? They don't know. That's their interpretation. They don't know that the parent really does want to be around them. They just want to first build a education and, you know, maybe just a nest egg for them. And so that's where their priority lies. And if this happens, like if you like say it's old money and your your client was raised by a nanny, they had parents who worked a lot. Um, or just maybe their parents, it was negative and the parents argued a lot. And so they just didn't have the capacity to, to, to pour into these children emotionally. Then when your client grew up, they didn't feel like they were good enough. And so they were going to try and use money to make that feeling go away. And I'm laughing because it's almost laughable at this point because I see it happen over and over and over again. And it never works. It never works. And so they try and they try and they try. And then it, when the money itself doesn't work, then they try to get things. So if you see this happening with your clients, just know that this is that inadequate emotion. This is that not good enough. So let's move on to number two. Need to do more or not working hard enough. However you want to say that. But society has programmed us to believe that hard work is the key to success. I don't know why, but that's what society says. But how many hardworking, broke people do you know? Poor people. You, hard work does not equate to wealth. Hard work does not equate to success. The two are unrelated. You can work hard if you choose to, but it has nothing to do with whether you'll end up wealthy or not. And so, but your clients believe that. And so in their lack-based emotions, the, the need to do more is one that really fuels them and they'll end up doing sometimes using their money to do more not realizing that their money could be doing more <laughs> right I know you're like yes preach to the choir 
come on, I, I'm with you, I'm with you, I got you. So, but if we're going to help your clients, help you grow and preserve your client's wealth, then we have to have an understanding of this. And so now you and I are getting closer because we we're getting a better understanding. I'm sharing with you what you already know, but I'm opening it up, the idea of it going deeper and allowing you to see it in a way that maybe you didn't see it before. So that need to do more, work hard, it sometimes gets in the way of you growing and preserving their wealth, but at least now you know what it stem, where it stems from. So number three, self-worth based on a dollar amount. Oh, this is so big, so big. And you might be experiencing this too. Why do I say that? Because your clients likely have more money than you. I know when I was a financial advisor with Morgan Stanley, the wealthiest client I had um, had 38, this is the exact number I remember doing the financial plan, $38 million. I didn't even have one at the time. So I was like, so there, there's that, the, the, you could essentially feel that inadequacy or you could feel that your self-worth is lower than theirs, which is just totally not true because they don't come to you for how figuring out how to earn money. They got that part down. They come to you for figuring out how to grow and preserve it, protect the money, grow the money. And sometimes gift the money, depending upon which uh, financial professional you are, but they are also coming to you to find the right way to enjoy their money. That's part of your job. So in the money cycle, earn, grow, protect, gift, and enjoy. You want to hear that again? Earn, grow, protect, gift, and enjoy. In the money cycle, you have to understand that they got the earn part down. Great. Thank you. Now you have to do the grow, the protect, the gift, and the enjoy with them, with them. Yes. And so that's why they come to you. So I just shifted this a little bit because I was preaching so you could give this information to your clients. But this little piece right here is just for you. I want you to make sure that your self-worth is not tied to a dollar amount so that then you can make sure that your client's self-worth is not tied to a dollar amount. They are not their bank account. They are not their stats, their statistics, their assets. They are them, which is totally different from what they own or have or even what they're trying to do in life. Who they are, it does not have a dollar amount associated. And when they associate themselves with a dollar amount, you are looking at other emotions coming up like depression and anxiety because they're trying so hard to keep up this appearance. If the market goes down, so does their self-esteem because their self-esteem is tied to that dollar amount. But that can't be. They need to see themselves for who they are and they need to see their bank account separately because it will fall on you if they do, if, if the accounts do fluctuate, you'll see this um, self-esteem hit, right? But it won't come out the, the way, it won't come out as low self-esteem. It's going to come out as anger, as defensiveness. It's going to come out as all these secondary emotions. These are the, prime. I'm giving you the primary emotions. It's going to come out of all these secondary emotions and those secondary emotions that are going to come at you and they're going to blame you because they feel low, but it's not your fault but it is your responsibility to grow and preserve their wealth. So they're going to blame it on you. So I'm giving you this, not so that you can then go and shift the blame back to them, but so that you can have some sympathy, some patience with them. 
as they experience this self-worth tied to a dollar amount. Because if they are tying their self-worth to a dollar amount, they do not know how valuable they are. You can tell them I said that. When you refer them to me, I'm just saying. So four, need more money all the time. Need more money, more time, more energy, more love. And let me tell you that last one, the love one, the love one could fix all the other ones. If they just had enough love, then they would have enough money. They would have enough time and energy because a lot of the reason why they're getting the money is to get love. Now, if this is old money, then they're trying to preserve this money so that they can get the love from the father or the mother, whoever's family member um, built up this legacy, this money, and they're trying to hold on to it and buy holding on to it, they should deserve or receive love for doing that. Sometimes your your clients are getting money so that they can then receive love and acceptance. But the time and the energy, sometimes they will use their money to buy back some time. They will use their money to get them the energy. That could be in health-related things, or that could be in um, just vices, <laughs> right? Coffee and and Cocaine. I'm sorry. I had to say it because it does happen. And financial advisors, you know this. It used to be that you know drugs were the thing. It was in. That's what you did when you were wealthy. And not that that's not still the thing because it can be. Um, but people are doing it more in secrecy now because it's not cool as it used to be. And so this is what I mean when you hear me say your clients have secrets. I don't mean the anti-money laundering type of secrets. I mean that they might be doing drugs and you don't know it. And that can chip away at their portfolio. That is way, I'll say it a lot right here, but I'm going to leave you there because there's just more for us to talk about. And if you are in the community, you can ask me any questions around here because this one, number four, you might actually have a client going through this right now. And I don't take this lightly. This is serious. And if you do, you're not equipped to handle it, but it will keep you from doing your job. So if you're in the community, if you're not in the community, you need to be in there. Click the link in the description. If you are in the community, engage, ask me questions and tell me what you want to talk about, because I want to make sure that we're give, I'm giving you what you need. My team and I are here to support you, serve you so that you can serve your clients. But I have two more things that I want to talk to you about. And this is going to help you understand the lack of emotions a little bit better. And that is old programming. Now, all of these emotions have to do with old programming, but the lack of emotions more than any, because of what I said earlier, that you learn lack emotions. So zero to seven years old, you you were doing these interpretations. You, you observed some things happening. You made some interpretations. And over that, over time, you decided that this is what love is. This is what money is. This is what health is. This is what work is. All of those things. As you made those interpretations, lack got put into those interpretations. So I'm saying this about you. When I say you, I mean human beings. I mean all of us, not just you, not just your clients, not just me. All of us, we have all experienced this. These old emotions create these old, this old programming creates emotions inside of us and those emotions govern us. Very passionate about this conversation, not if you can't tell. So, it, and it leads to this external validation, the external measurements. And 
And we're going to talk more about those external measurements in the lust-based emotions because those external measurements can kick in greed. And so that's our next video. So be sure to come back next week for that. But that external measurement is going to keep your clients in this vicious cycle of like just more, more, more. Yeah. Because I don't have enough time. I don't have enough money. I don't have enough love. I don't have enough energy. And as they're always trying to get that, they're going to use their money. Like I said before, here's the sec last thing I want you to think about. Comparing, complaining, and competing. These three, when you hear these, you're going to just know lack-based emotions. That's what's coming out. This is the easiest way for you to know what you're experiencing. Lack-based emotions, comparing, complaining, and competing. If they are comparing and competing, comparing themselves to others, competing with others, they're going to see, they see themselves as inadequate. That's lack-based emotions. They think they have to do more if they're competing. They think that they um, are not good enough. You see what I'm saying? And in order for them to feel valuable, they're going to use their money. Mm -hmm. And that complaining that you hear them do, that in order, that's a, that's a void they're feeling. So when they have their complaints, then they feel the voice, they're going to use their money. So here's what I want you to focus on. And that way you can help them focus their focus towards shifting their focus towards what's going well, what's going well. And you might not be, uh, you know, like an expert at this. You might be a little negative yourself. So practice, 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 practice in the community. We can practice together. And so Focus on what's going well. And I encourage you to do this at least quarterly now. Now, some people might want to try and do it monthly. That could be too soon, especially if you're not, if you're new to this and they're new to this. So quarterly, focus on what's going well. And I know this can be a little scary because the markets won't always be up, right? Sometimes they'll be down. And then you're like, I don't want to focus on what's going well. But this is exactly why you have to focus on what's going well, because of their, their portfolios won't always be up. You know this, but why do you pretend like this is not a thing? This The market fluctuates. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm yelling at you. I don't mean to. Tough love. You know this. It goes up and down. It's going to. So that's why you focus on what's going well, because when the market is down, what else is up? Okay, got it? I'm telling you this stuff works. Now, you, if you haven't already, if you like being yelled at, jump in the community. <laughs> I won't always yell. Sometimes I give you these little warm, tight hugs. But if I have to do a little smack, I do a little smack, tough love, followed up by some gentle love. So join the community. I'm being silly, but that's how we do around here. Let's have some fun. Let's make some money and let's just enjoy life together. You and I and your clients. So join the community. Go to the, click the link in the description of this video. And the more you engage in the community, the more you learn. And the more you learn, the more you can share with your clients. So allow me to serve you while you grow and protect your clients' wealth. I will see you sooner. See you next week. Have a fun and safe time while you do what you do best. I'm going to go do what I do best. I'm jumping in the community. Join me. Come hang out with me over there. All right. I'll see you sooner.